0: Welcome to 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews, where we take random movies from Metacritic's 15K Plus Movies to randomly watch, whether we like it or not. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. This is Colin. And this is Niall. And this is random movie number one zero one. It's called The Servant, and it's from nineteen sixty three or sixty four. Sometimes Metacritic puts an extra year onto so it, and I don't know why. It's been very annoying for me to
1: come across that every episode we do. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. I think it's possibly when it's you know theatrical releases and some other you know it depends on which country is released, and there can be a substantial time difference between countries' release releases, especially in older movies. as I've noticed.
0: Yeah, so this one, the servant, it has a Metascore of ninety four, which is quite high, and a user score of seven point five, which is a little bit lower. It had a budget back in nineteen sixty three of one hundred thirty eight thousand, and it brought in box office two hundred thirty eight thousand in the UK and one hundred fifty thousand in the world. So it brought back a nice um, yeah, return. Well. Yeah, the director is Joseph Lossy, which um, he's done a lot of work, but nothing too crazy out there i think the most prolific dude that's involved is the cinematographer douglas slocum who did all mm. the indiana jones movies and jesus christ superstar and i think uh, the cinematography in this movie is actually pretty bloody good
1: yeah i i, I noticed that as well like uh, some of the shots taken especially chap loved mirrors in this movie mm, <laughs> they yeah. but he used it as such effect. Yeah, it
0: was really good. It was really well done actually. Yeah. So, um, well you, you give it the plot in a nutshell then.
1: Yeah. Um, at a very high 10,000 foot sort of synopsis of this, um, the movie, the servant is about hmm, a servant. Uh, there's a well-to-do chap. He's just back from Africa. He says at the start of the movie, um, uh, at the very start of the movie, the servant, uh, Mr. Hugo Barrett,
0: Barrett, you know,
1: Barrett, um, is leaving a shop called Thomas Crack, Crapper, which made me chuckle. I, I Googled Thomas Crapper. Thomas Crapper uh,
0: invented a toilet.
1: Yeah, and I was like, oh, sh- oh crap. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know. I chuckled to myself immensely. I paused the movie because I was thinking that must be because uh, in the uh, title across the door of the shop, it was a sanitation engineer or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I I had to stop and Google at that point. So that was a fantastic little. Just in in five seconds, I I spent like ten minutes. (laughs) Anyway, Mister Barrett is leaving this shop and he walks towards this house. uh, Lets himself in after knocking. And um, there's a man asleep on a deck chair, no furniture anywhere. Uh, one thing I loved, the very early on, there's a bit of a foreshadowing of um, the sinister nature of Mr. Barish. Um, he's standing looking at the window, and a, his shadow just is blasted against the wall, and it looks kind of dark and, you know, mm. sinister. And I'm like, yes, I like where this is going. Anyway. He bumps into, well, it doesn't bump it, but he wakes up his master to be a um, Tony. Tony. Poor Tony. <laughs> Mr. Tony, uh, the master, as he refers to maths at this point, um, is asleep after having a couple of afternoon pints of beer. Um, anyway, long story short, to have a chat, it turns into a bit of an interview, Tony obviously doesn't really care too much he seems a bit of a lazy fecker uh, so he um pretty much hires him on the spot because mainly because he's not a nagging old woman that was his uh, his line um so anyway yeah Next. so like in Sorry, essence
0: yeah. without going through every fucking scene of the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah the servant he he gets hired and he manipulates and cajoles and uses little psychology tricks and gets tony to become a crazy just alcoholic inward shell of himself by the end of the movie and it's a sick little journey and it's kind of well done i kind of liked it in a way i I,
1: I, to be honest i I was a bit bored in the first half hour maybe a little bit longer um it was a bit, bit traditional you know um tony was really grating on me for aunts or his um, fiance or girlfriend, Susan, Susan really annoyed the crap out of me. Um, but when things started to go a little bit awry for Tony, I really started enjoying this movie.
0: Yeah, I think, at the start, um, Barrett is sort of, <laughs> he's very reverential and he's very, Dirk Brogard plays him very well. He's Oh, so, exceedingly well. He's very, he's very sort of, you know, oh, yes, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, you know, would you like a cigar, sir? Would you like a beer for lunch, sir? And he's very, he's very well, well, he but, but portrays there was a the character well.
1: There was a beautiful nuance in how he played it because there, there was a, a bit of a go fuck you in how he portrayed it, even though he's reverential towards his master. Mm. There was something behind it, I think, it especially when he, his master wasn't looking at him, there was a bit of a sneer in his face, which a, a tiny bit. Yeah. Bur- Burgard did a great job in portraying that, but so subtle.
0: Yeah. And you could, um, you could see the strands of hair coming looser Yeah, in the, yeah. In the scenes when he's not actually serving, he's not being the servant. And I think actually, um, yeah so you know he goes through the job interview he gets the thing there's a bit of a party and that doesn't really tell you much apart from no tony uh, wanted to go to brazil to build cities I, I, in actually, brazil. The
1: brazil the brazil scene kind of where he's talking about to susan about yeah i've got to build three cities and blah 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 like a, a lot of bs for a start but it, it showed mr tony to be a, a bit of a blowhard you know like um I'm brilliant, la, la 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 la, but he's a lazy fecker. And it's, it's obvious from the start that he's full of crap. Yeah, and he's a penchant. <laughs> he's a penchant
0: for a bit of booze during the day. Like he's yeah, a yeah, lager I, for lunch kind of guy, you know?
1: I, I think this is what uh, the servant Barrett, picked up Barrett. on very early. So he, 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 he yeah. sensed weakness that he could exploit.
0: I think the first time I saw Barrett, um, uh, like, Putting down his his facade a little bit was when there was a very sort of brief uh, section or clip when he had a little cigarette and a Guinness for a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just see the little facade dropping a bit because he's got a little bit of that sneer you're talking about earlier, and just a bit of the few strands of hair being a bit dishevelled. And you're like, okay, where is this going? Because I pretty much thought from the plot that he was just going to get with the, the the fiance. I didn't know the entire
1: direction it was going to go it's it's much more darker than that buddy (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um yeah that's exactly what i was thinking as well you know something as simple and formulaic as that but this this doesn't go there which is thank god you know it's a bit more nuanced and interesting
0: yeah and so like shortly after that he kind of interrupts a little bit of personal time you know and, she, oh, and Susan's on the sofa on the s- floor yeah Susan's angry Susan's like going what's he doing here yeah. can't you make him live somewhere else
1: yeah and then then the master says mr tony says um oh, what was i read that don't was it um something about oh yeah he may be a servant but he's also a human which I thought I was yeah. out of character, a little bit of Tony, but I think this is where Barrett had started to get to him. Yeah, yeah, Barrett
0: had twisted the knobs pretty pretty, pretty quickly. Um, then there's was the... the um, Tony was sick for, for a bit, and then uh, Susan brings flowers in a vase to the room and puts them on the table, and Barrett, Barrett wants to take them, and she says, leave them! Yeah. It's like... Yeah okay this is good i like this i like this these communications
1: um, yeah she 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 didn't really get a, put her a finger on it but she knew there was something off with barrett from the, from the get-go she just didn't like him with good reason
0: yeah i don't know if she i don't know if she saw through I just oh maybe she's she,
1: just an asshole
0: yeah i think she was a bit of a cow but i, I think yeah, she yeah. uh i just don't think she liked the privacy that was inv- being invaded what yeah. i really liked well first of all I just don't want to go through the first third of the movie without complimenting the cinematography, just mm. to make sure, because there's a lot of zooming and panning of the camera in sort of like one one shot takes, very sort of Birdman esque in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm guessing it's actually done in one take and not edited together. Maybe perhaps from the 60s, but from
1: from the, from the budget and from the equipment they have, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I got But, like but really even the credits great. at the start, the, the there was a one single pan. Of over this area and then on the bar coming out of the shop. And the timing of that itself was must have been you know difficult.
0: Yeah, and I was, actually I was writing and I forgot to mention about that intro, it's it sort of sets the mood for a very bleak yeah. sort of London Winter. setting. Yeah, it's depressing kind of already. It's wet, it's grey. Well it's black and white, so it's grey anyway. <laughs> it's more um, grey, grey. Yeah. So the one the one scene I think is really important for setting up a major arc of the story, but the scene in itself is so really, really well done is the phone box scene where he's called oh, his quotation sister.
1: Scene.
0: Yeah. Vera. Vera. And so like he's in the phone box and these women are outside just tapping on the door and there's a POV from his angle of the woman just banging on the window and mouthing words. And it's just a, such a great, well-shot scene.
1: And and the, when he comes out of the box, and the one that's been banging and on the door is is, is just outside. Yeah. Kind of pushes her back and says, "Get out of my way, you <clears throat> <clears throat> bitch!" Yeah, you bitch. Yeah. I was like, "Yes, this movie's going good now." I was like, "Cause I was kind of bored up to this point," and I was you know, it, this is where things get interesting in my in my opinion. It just you no know, at, at the introduction of Vera effectively in that phone call. Yeah. And actually, the the next scene was actually really well
0: done as well. It was just a really layered scene. So, like after the phone and phone box scene, there's this restaurant scene where we just see multiple yeah. tables having conversations, and they're, they've got nothing to do with the story. But it's just the fact that it, at this point in the time, I, I thought this is like a play, like Harold Pinter, who yeah. screen did the screenplay. He's obviously written a lot of plays in his time, and this was very much just character driven. Okay, these characters are going to talk, then these characters are going to talk, and then this one, these behind them. So, like the main, like, a couple Susan of bishops and having a chat. Yeah, Bishop Brennan, I put him down as <laughs> he's in there, a couple of Irish bishops. I'm really? Yeah, Barrett. Um, there's just these monthly stories are happening. So, Susan and Tony are having this, like, they're front and center cinematography wise and then there's two heads in between them in the booth behind yeah, And so when there's gaps in the conversation, these people start talking in for their conversation. It's just
1: really like a unique scene. It is, isn't it? Like I, I wrote down when I was taking notes, I said, like, this scene is weird, but I love it.
0: Because
1: yeah. I haven't seen anything like it before no. or since that time. Uh, and its uniqueness is, is quite refreshing. And I don't know if it would work if it was done all the time, but I don't know. It, it just it just works here. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah the, the scenes, are, the, the conversations around them, nothing to do with them. It doesn't nothing. add to the story, but it doesn't need to. It, it, it adds flavor, maybe, but it, it's just so well done. It's so well shot.
0: Yeah, it was really well done. It kind of made me think, uh, ah, Tarantino probably would do something like this, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see him having a I, taste of
0: that. And it kind of gave me vibes of the Pulp Fiction diner scene when you know, honey bunny and what's his butter in there. And then we skip forward to the, to the, the end of the movie. And we hear their conversations that they said in the start of the movie. I just, I just, I had those little vibes from it. Yeah. Well, I
1: think Tarantino would do it a little bit better. He'd he'd intertwine their, the external conversation. And that's what he does in that, in the diner scene. He intertwines several conversations into one story and then intersects them. And it's just. Beautiful thing. This is a little bit less complicated, but still good.
0: Yeah, no, I think, I think for what it is, yeah, I think maybe if they're all involved. Because I was thinking later on with the when the prostitutes came in, are they in that scene? You know, like obviously not the bishops, but you know, (laughs) know.
1: bishops, I don't know,
0: (laughs) Uh, so the actress of the bishop, yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like yeah, there's a couple of scenes in a row actually. Then Susan and Tony go to their to a friend's mansion or whatever, and they're just they're all posed around the room, very play like, you know, it's all very, very staged.
1: stiff, very you know proper. It's clear in that picture that Tony doesn't really enjoy himself in that scene. I don't think, you know, yeah. around the people that he's around there. So he's not really enjoying himself. He's outside of his. Not, I'm not going to say comfort zone. It purely is his comfort zone, but he doesn't want to be there. But it looks. Like... Yeah,
0: and also I think it's a, it's it's there's a commentary on just the of oh, the, the upper commentary. class as well yeah. because they're talking about like Susan's going yeah they're ponchos. It's named after the after the coats, and they're going no no they're no 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 that's the that's the cowboys, and she's like what what she's like going yeah whatever. Um so then, like, so obviously, from the phone for the phone box scene, we're thinking of oh, Vera as his sister, right? Didn't.
1: Oh. You know, like, <laughs> and then in the
0: next scene, she comes in after she's obviously beginning work in in Tony's house, and she comes in and, and sits on the uh, table, all sultry, like, and Barrett goes in yeah. for the kill.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of happy that she doesn't turn out to be his sister. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I am assuming she doesn't, because he never actually says uh, for definite that she isn't. Pretty sure she isn't. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I think. It, I think that
1: he, then, he's, then we he's coming of, in. No. Oh sorry. You you go no, ahead. No, go ahead. It, it's clear that something's afoot here, and uh, and Barrett's about to make a play on these guys because it, it's it's an organised and orchestrated thing that he would put it in Tony's head that they also needed a maid, and he'd get his sister in so there's, yeah. there's something else to play more than just getting the job off some posh git yeah
0: i think a scene quite quickly that happens after this really just makes the whole entire plot just turn 90 degrees it's when tony goes to the bathroom and vera's taking a bath or whatever and then tony yeah. leaves and then barrett just goes insane he goes in and goes ah oh, pour that cologne all over me <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: oh yeah that's the floor. Oh. oh it's cold yeah
0: <laughs> so i was yeah. like oh my god like this is that's barrett what are you doing like this is mr barrett who's serving breakfast in bed now he's like sitting down taking his top off going all right vera pour all that cologne over me
1: <laughs> yeah it, it really it segues hard, <laughs> you oh, know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it, there's there's no effing about here. It, it it lets you know what's happening at this point. Barrett, yeah. Barrett ain't Barrett. Oh, Barrett's, 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 fucking playing
0: around. He's going nuts. He's like, this is him. This is he, he. He's kind of what's the word? He's just an. I think he may be an egomaniac or something. I think he's just very.
1: Oh, he's a psychopath he's anyway. Absolutely, he's a bit of a
0: Psycho. psychopath. Yeah. yeah. Quite a lot of the scenes actually, angles remind me of psycho, actually. The the sort of camera angles, the bit of dramatic sort of angles when
1: they're looking up the stairs later on. Yeah, especially the, the the dark lighting and it's just Bart's face lit up when he's in the, the hide and seek scene, which we can talk about later. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's scary. very, very psycho, and it's so well shot. Oh that's in the weird part of the movie, and we'll get to it pretty soon. <laughs> that's why I really start loving this movie, we'll get to that later. Yeah.
0: Um so Barrett and Vera go off somewhere, and it just basically shows uh, Tony just not surviving. He goes to a restaurant and doesn't get served or something. There's oh, that's a... right,
1: and he gets really annoyed because of some guy playing. Um, yeah, blues music. Be... music. And it really
0: irritates is... him. Yeah, I'd be, that would be annoyed too. He's right behind him. It's like, and then he's trying to get the waitress' attention. It's like he can't even go out to a restaurant and get served the food. And he comes home, and uh, Vera pops in and then vera woos him for want of a better oh yeah she says barrett's gone to see the sick mummy
1: but i went home and i didn't want to be all alone back up on the same table where she woos barrett Mm. now
0: she's a great actress oh
1: no she's going on she's very good at this yeah
0: and then um i think next probably susan comes in and she's like really Really demanding of Barrett. She doesn't move in. She just comes back after. She's been like missing from the movie for like 20 minutes or
1: so. Yeah, well, I think she's been m- missing on purpose because she's intimidated by Barrett. Because I remember she said something, or he said something to her. What was it? Uh The it doesn't look good, does it? The weather. Oh, the weather. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, hoo, hoo, and walk, walks outside and then hugs a lamppost because she's breaking it.
0: <laughs> We've all hugged lampposts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't you do that when you're upset for different reasons. <laughs> um but I like the scene where she comes in and she's just de- just de- demanding things off them you know. Like, yeah, well, I think he a cushion to,
1: to to kick back a little bit. Yeah, take Having control of the house
0: Yeah. Yeah, take you know she's got flowers and it's like she's like, "Yeah, what do you
1: think it is?" and he's like going, "Oh." But it's too late at this point, realistically, because um, oh yeah, Barrett's got Barrett's, Barrett's got got already won by setting up the the Vera thing
0: with with, yeah. with with Tony. Yeah, so Vera basically has yeah they've they've just blackmailed already without him even knowing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So where are we at in the thing? Oh yeah. So yeah. So they um, they're out one night. They're right. They're, they're in the mansion. They're dancing. They're dancing in the snow, having a snowball fight, or whatever. And uh, oh, they say, yes. "Oh, let's go home early and just you know whatever." And this scene is great. I love this scene where they
1: come back early and there's my
0: yeah. my bedroom lights on.
1: It's so good, and and the, and the look on Tony's face. You know, they go into the house. <laughs> and then there's, uh, just the noise of um, Bart and his sister. Yeah. Having a bit of fun upstairs in his room, in his bed, uh, and himself and Susan are just downstairs, and they're both horrified, disgusted, and scared to make noise for a while. Yeah, and you've
0: got this dramatic angle of them looking up at the staircase <sighs> and shadows, or
1: but but own. then this is this is where the, the cinematography is just excellent, where Barrett says, "Hey." Maybe there's somebody down there. I thought I heard something, and he yeah. clips out to the door, slams it open, and he's standing there in the nip. Now you don't see him in the nip; no. you see the the shadow of him yeah. cast yeah. against the wall, and it's so good. It's really so good. very good. Yeah,
0: and so then, um, yeah, Susan's like going, "Why? Oh, it's, what's the problem? Why aren't you kicking them out?" And Barrett. Just, Barrett. Yeah, he does do a Barrett. But he, but he's also you can just see him he's he's just torn
1: because he's got the secret of Vera. Yeah, but he does not know at this point. Barrett knows, but he, that, that's why he has the testicular fortitude to shout Barrett, Barrett. Yeah,
0: yeah so but it doesn't, it, it
1: doesn't go well for yeah, Tony.
0: Yeah, so then Barrett comes out and goes, "Oh well, me and Vera, she's my fiance. She's not my sister." And then he calls her down, and she's playing her
1: suave, demure character and then she says well you can't have it both ways mm-hmm. and susan's like uh eh, eh, what? eh, what's that mr eh, mr okay. tony
0: and uh, that's the beginning of the end and the beginning of the downfall of tony basically because susan then is out of the picture
1: Well, he does have he does have the sense to kick the pair at this point so barrett's
0: out get out barrett you without before they just grab paintings and <laughs> just grab a whole lot of stuff from the way out, as they go oh no, they're having a great time so then like we still got about 40 minutes left in the movie and i'm like going what the hell yeah going i was happening? so very surprised by that because i thought well that's kind of the end right <laughs> yeah. but no it takes another 90 degree turn where tony's in a pub one day and on the other So, so he's, he's, a, been, he's,
1: been, he's been boozing it up for a while, though. There's a few scenes of him just drinking away, and he's by himself. House is absolutely in a mess because he doesn't oh, yeah. have a manservant anymore. Yeah. Or an uh, this pub scene is another well-shot oh. scene as
0: well. It was beautifully... Uh, Len,
1: Brennan, Len Brennan's back in this one. Is he? Yeah, well, there, there, there's a bishop that turns up in this as well. For one of the lads from the restaurant is actually in this scene briefly.
0: Oh, really? Speaking
1: see. with an Irish accent.
0: Oh, um, yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not
1: for long. He, he talks to Tony, and Tony's like, eh.
0: Yeah, the Irish notes, accent, I,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe it's just some, some maybe the tie-in scenes. Um, I'm he's not quiet. sure he adds much. I just thought it was humorous. Yeah, he's, he's you know, the Irish
0: drunk, Yeah, you know, well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done, Mr. Losey, director. Anyway, like at the end of the day, basically, uh, Barrett's there and he gives him a bit of a sob story that Vera messed off with somebody else and give me another chance.
1: uh... Of course, Tony's in a right old state at this point. He's lonely. He's got nothing. He doesn't have Susan. House is in bits because he's a useless fecker. Um, And obviously, he says, ah, go on then. Yeah. And so the next 40 minutes is just like. It's such a crazy
0: weird dynamic. It's like the odd couple but on yeah. crack.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. And you know, it starts off they're they're almost like roommates. I might married know? couple. They're like the yeah, first married scene couple. back. Yeah. The first, yeah. the first scene back,
0: he's at the dinner table, he's going. Ah, uh, if you cleaned up after yourself, we'd, uh, we'd be.
1: Well, better maybe you off. should clean up after yourself. You dirty fecker. Uh. Yeah, there's <laughs> a load it's, of that, and it's quite good. You know, it's very a little yeah of banter between the two lads, and it looks like for a while Tony's having a little bit of fun with a friend.
0: Yeah, but it's just this weird dynamic, and they're like they're yep. playing lots of games, and there's, they're playing this weird ball game in <laughs> the, the on the stairway, and like it's such a long scene. And then at the end of the scene, Tony throws the ball to hit a statue off the plinth. So it's like how many takes did that take? The, you know, that, that was a good shot. It was a great shot. I was like, that's amazing. And then, yeah, if you want to describe the hide and seek one, oh, no, this is great. Um, Actually, no, before that, hang on. Yeah, I just wa- I just wanted to mention. Yeah, I just wanted to mention this because it's pivotal, I think, because you know it's still right. He's this. Like, now he he brought him back as a servant, but from minute one, he's not really the servant. They're kind of on equal equal terms. They have this little back and forth a little bit, and at the end of it, Barrett just goes, "Well, oh, go and pour me a glass of brandy then," and he goes, he,
1: he "Yeah, talks, the the, yeah. the the power dynamic is just one one eighty. Like, yeah, he's 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 one at this point. Like he controls Tony. There's still tiny glimpses of what Tony used to be in there." But he has him under his thumb, and yeah. he's pretty much doing what he's, he's been paid to be served upon as the servant. So he's one. Yeah. The class dynamic has shifted completely, and he's yeah. totally the broken man. And I think they both describe each other
0: as two pals then after that. Yeah. Then the uh, hide-and-seek hide scene is weird.
1: Oh, I love it. So so it starts off with uh, Barrett coming up the stairs and he's really sinister. He's like, I'm coming to get you. I know where you're hiding. And uh, Tony is behind a shower curtain. So here's where the psycho mm. um, comparison is. And it's really dark, well lit. You can just about make out Tony's face. And all you can really make out of uh, Barrett is his face. And it's well it's lit in such a way that it's, the shadows are very pronounced. And he's so intimidating in this scene, it's scary. And he, he slowly goes up the stairs and he's scrolling effectively, mm. kicks in the door of the bathroom, pulls back the curtain, and Tony starts sc- basically screaming like a little girl. And it's yeah, so weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, we well just see we see this, we see the POV from Barrett going towards Tony's face, and Tony's just grimacing in fear. I think, yeah,
1: obviously, it's he's. He's mental at this stage. <laughs> he
0: can't, oh yeah, he,
1: he's beyond broken. He, he's yeah. a shadow. He's a shell of his yeah. former self. He's he's gone. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it it just goes really, just goes really downhill now. He's just he's he's fucked Yeah, he's he's screwed. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. We're you know we're wrapping it up here. Vera returns. So this is another little layer of uh, deceit. Basically, he, she comes in and goes, oh, can you? can you talk to me for a bit? And then Tony's like, oh yeah, yeah, come in. And then blah, blah, blah. She says, I still love you. And then, um, Barrett comes in and goes, get out of here. Get and out then, of God! Yeah. And then there's just this beautiful look that Barrett gives her in the hallway. This look yeah, of knowing. Yeah. And then they step outside. A
1: and... little bit of a wink and a nudge. Like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Good yeah, work that's there.
0: We have them now. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just near the end there. Just, um, uh, yeah, he's sort of like, he's, I think Tony's trying to get out of it. And then there's this, just one scene near the end where Barrett's just going here. There's a little, just a little sip of yeah, this dark yeah. liquor. And
1: then he just I mean, like Jägermeister. That would do that to me as well, to be honest. Well,
0: yeah, Jägermeister sucks, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because he, he said, no, no, i have to stop drinking. I'm, I said, I told you already, I'm finished with drinking now. And Bart's like, no, no, just one little bit. Sure, yeah. Don't I always know what's best for you? Yeah. And then at some point, he just says, Oh, the
0: place, the place could be cleaner or something like that. Yeah. By and remarks, but like, Really?
1: Really could it? Yeah. And then Tony's like, Well, we could both make an effort, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Anyway, the final scene is just this weird
1: scene where. Oh, like, this is Clockwork Orange. Tastic.
0: Yeah. 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 It's very just bizarre. Susan returns and there's a party happening. It's just four prostitutes, basically, and Vera. And uh, it's just, Tony is just. He can't even talk. He's just a shell of a person just falling over things. And I think Susan loses it and just goes and kisses Barrett. And Barrett, like, just kind of like aggressively kisses her back. And then Susan's just kind of
1: horrified. Freaking horror out. And going
0: on. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking out and stuff. And then, yeah.
1: Tommy's so I think like, Barrett's almost broken horror, And it, it didn't take long to do it.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like he's he's breaking everybody basically. Tony just goes nuts or something. He's, he's trying to say something, but he falls over everything. All the prostitutes laugh, and then yeah. Barrett goes, "All right, everybody out. Get the fuck out." That's it, really, and that's pretty much it. There's just a load of nightmare angle camera angles near the end, and. Lots of banister railings because Tony is just lying up in the banisters with a brandy a glass. The more mirror
1: shots, don't forget the mirror shots, very important. Beautiful
0: mirror shots, and then like the end of the movie is just Barrett and Vera going up the bed,
1: laughing and cheering, and oh. then <laughs> and Tony lying at the on the carpet outside the room, effectively. Yeah, just and then calling the a brandy. Time.
0: Yeah, then it goes like it it, fades, it pans over to the to the grandfather clock because a lot of th- a lot of the time during the movie chimes and bell chimes mm. were, were a common theme throughout the movie as well as telephone rings as well which sort of punctuated the soundtrack like quite quite loud so i think you know something about the clock near the end that i'm not smart enough to realize uh, neither am i but it, but it looked dramatic <laughs> yeah it was good it was good so it was a good panning shot and was like yeah that actually that
1: ending suits this movie it does it does yeah so um, One I thing I'd say about this movie before we jump off, yeah. Er and Hugo wins, clearly. Um, oh, sorry, Hugo Barrett. Uh, <laughs> is I don't know if you've seen a movie called Parasite. I Korean did it see
0: movie. it, yes, yes. So
1: i seen, while the servants in that aren't psychopaths, well, they probably are psychopaths, actually, when I think about it. Yeah. But they're not sinister, they're not evil. Like, Barrett clearly is just a monster but there's a lot of similarities where they inject themselves into the, the the house true true yeah like but we see a lot of the background of the
0: characters in parasite we see their yeah. house they came from we don't know barrett's background no no
1: he's 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 a blank slate really but you know yeah. he, he's character i suppose his character develops as he injects himself into the house with tony and susan and slowly takes control of the entire place
0: yeah i just wonder like it could be a it's it's a good movie but it could be a lot better but i'm not i'm not a movie director i'm not tarantino obviously i think maybe if it went if he did actually go a couple more notches up the sinister scale and maybe like got away with like poison Susan or something whatever you know something a little bit more twisted as well that might. That might have ratch- ratcheted up the this the
1: weirdly really, pressure. I, I think if they'd gone sinister earlier, it might have been good. Um, and I think maybe the last scene, the one I described as um, this like the Stanley Kubrick style Clockwork Orange thing, was maybe a little too far for, for me. Anyway, um, I think right up to that point, the last half of the movie was great. That maybe was a nudge too weird um not sure i i fully believed susan Mm. breaking so quickly having not been around it for a while yeah yeah i don't know what she was thinking there at all
0: like i haven't really watched a lot of harold pinter stuff like i know his name i know he's quite famous yeah, for making making plays and doing a couple of screen adaptations, and I think he did three Joseph Lossie movies, but uh, I think this is the most famous one.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Like, I couldn't really see much else in the in the movie front, anyway. Yeah. So, <clears throat> plot
0: wise, I've just actually uh, scored them now, and I'm talking about it because I couldn't really think last night when I watched it. Like, is this a good movie? Yeah, so it was good. So there was times where I was like going, eh.
1: But, uh, no, I agree completely. There, there were bits in this movie I was I was getting bored, but then there was bits in this movie where I was on the edge of my seat going, yes, more of this. Yeah, I think I'm going to give the plot three out of five. I think it's above
0: average. I think it's well done. I think the dialogue and the interactions between the characters drive the plot. I don't think the plot's convoluted or complicated. I think it's quite doesn't simple, need to be, really doesn't need to be i think it's it's the interactions between the characters that that drive it what
1: do you think? Yeah i i I'd, I'd i'd concur with your tree um a good movie not a not a great movie it it had the chance to be a great movie as you said mm. but there's a couple of things that knock it back a little bit i'm afraid yeah so the plot is good and it it, does, it more than does the job i suppose
0: yeah, it's been a, it's, it's kind of stands out to me actually for the last couple of movies we've watched. It's yeah, yeah. been a, quite good um, acting. So, Dirk Bogart, um, we I know his name. I don't really know much of his movies, but he's a famous actor. I did look up a couple of, of his movies and there's actually a movie that I've
1: heard of before, but I never watched. it. Too Far? Exactly. Have you watched yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that years ago. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. There's so oh, many. I can't really remember because I was a kid. I watched the trailer for it this evening, and there's so many people in it. There's so many actors in
0: it. Sean Connery is in oh. it to to reference the women <laughs> nice in the nice line. tie-in. Yeah, I thought so. Um, but like uh, Gene Hackman is in it, and Lawrence Olivier, and uh, lots of like pretty much twenty a list a list at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, Sarah Miles, who played Vera, played uh, Ryan's daughter in the movie Ryan's Daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got an Oscar nomination for that. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think, I I think I watched Ryan's Daughter once, but I can't remember. I I've actually never seen it, the... I'm honest. Like, I've, seen, I've seen it in her list here, but I, life, I, it doesn't a anything about me. I think Americans like it more than Irish people. Yeah. Um
0: Wendy Crane is it? I can't remember. Crane. Crang. Karang. Karang. <laughs> Crang. Crane from
1: Teenage. Wendy Crane. Craig, that's
0: it. Yes, yes. Played Susan. Done a lot of British TV stuff.
1: Wait. She's very famous in the in the UK sitcom market.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but nothing crazy movie wise. And James Fox who played Tony. He's been in a lot of T V stuff as well, but nothing crazy big. So he just kind of yeah, introducing James Fox was the main yeah. title at the start of the movie. He's he's good in this. Yeah, I thought so. He's yeah. fine. But I think um I think that's ones that stand out for me is obviously Dirk as oh, barrett and Sarah so Miles is, Sarah Miles as Vera is really good too. She's just yeah. She plays a lot of emotions on her, her face and yeah, it's, it's quite layered. I, I gave the acting
1: very well. Sorry. She does duplicity quite well. You know, the, the timid little uh, maid versus yeah. somebody who's ripping your life apart at the same time. Yeah.
0: um, I gave the acting 3.5 out of 5. I give it a bit more than the plot. I think the acting, if the acting wasn't good, then the movie wouldn't have been as good.
1: I'm right with you there, three point five. Um, yep. you know some of the external actors, they don't matter, I suppose, but some of them are, no. like the, the bishops, <laughs> <laughs> kicking bishop Brandon oh, yeah. up Listen, the arse. But Bogart, amazing, absolutely amazing, and Sarah, fantastic. So can't yeah. complain. Yeah, I think Tony totally was good
0: Yeah, I think they drive the. Uh, I think they drive like James that. Fox, not Tony. Sorry. <laughs> tony was good um yeah uh sound brackets track i didn't like the music it repeated way too much the same
1: uh sting throughout the entire movie but the music is cack i enjoyed the guy playing blues actually i thought that was very good um but everything else in the music is formulaic irrelevant but the music being bad, but then the sound is quite good. Some, of the, as you, you were talking about earlier, like the phone ringing and and like it's like it's it's used to great effect. Like the, uh, there's one scene actually I forgot to mention I've written down was the tap oh, when yeah. Vera's that's come crazy. back from the train station, um, and the yeah. tap is tapping away, and Tony's almost like a a rabbit in headlights. Yeah, clearly fancies her. She knows it too, and he and she's kind of ensnaring him and the tap's tipping away, and it's just building up the tension. So well done. So, so the sound is quite well used, That's but the so music's awful. The music's awful, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, uh,
0: there's so many great scenes in this movie when you think about <laughs> it. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, John Dunkworth did the movie, did the soundtrack. He hasn't really done anything, but he was a big uh, clarinet clarinet dude so that obviously <laughs> plays throughout the entire movie yeah and,
1: they give, uh, give him 20 quid and tell him to play non-stop yeah actually i wasn't
0: very happy with the footstep noises either <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's your yeah you and the footsteps mean the rubber swords
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah so this is the second movie now where i know a lot of 60s movies do really 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 loud footsteps just to make up for the microphone is not picking it up, but yeah, this was really, really fake. Sorry, yeah,
1: you're gonna um, kill the Foley artist,
0: yeah. I would kill the so Foley he's dead. artist, Barrett. <laughs> um, uh, the music out uh, the sound brackets track, I'm giving 1.75, even with the uh shrill telephone noises and the, and the yeah, taps. Yeah. That's more production choice than sound.
1: Yeah, no, I give you that. I I put it down as two because I am giving, giving it some points because of those features i probably shouldn't that should stay in production but i i I feel like being generous
0: yeah i I was i was scraping out two and putting on 1.75 then i put down two again but then i went back to (laughs) 1.75 yeah yeah.
1: it's like that though when you're talking about these movies and you remember bits and pieces bits that annoy you bits like obviously the footsteps has annoyed you to put that back down to 1.75 yeah it's my pet hate (laughs) and now
0: you know um production then like i think excellent framing excellent oh. camera work douglas slocum um he yeah he was the cinematographer so he uh yeah well he also did the cinematography for the for the italian job if you remember that a uh, car over the cliff you're scene. only supposed to blow the bloody doors off, off. yeah yes i remember um
1: that
0: also i was doing i just went i went through the cast because i wanted to see who the camera grip was and it's the name this guy called frank howard not frankie howard frank howard <laughs> oh, oh matron no that's kenneth williams, um, that's kenneth
1: williams yeah.
0: no it's R of pompey yeah that's, yeah that's, that's Frankie Howard. um he actually did camera work for three sisters get away not our movie the sisters but in 1970 ah adaptation of of the same sisters of the same story wow and imagine that's a lot better than the one we had to endure most likely yeah most likely Hmm. so i like throughout this entire movie i was fascinated by the camera work yeah and the angles they took and the mirror reflections and just the framing of people's faces so actually up to a few seconds ago i had 3.5 i'm gonna give it 3.75
1: stop copying me just that's it. It's on the four. I put the same down. I, um, the production is just really good. Um, yeah. I don't think it had a massive budget, so it probably knocks it back a little bit because of that. But what what they've done with with simple effects and simple shots and and, and the choice of shots is just so good. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play to Joseph Lossy.
0: I think yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Well
1: done, dead person. <laughs>
0: okay, he's probably dead a while now. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting going through all these people in the backgrounds of these movies and seeing that whether they're dead or alive. I think the actors are all. Dirk Brogdon's dead, but I think uh, Sarah Miles is alive. James Fox is alive. I think Wendy Craig's alive.
1: Yeah, James Fox, yeah. He was in... Um...
0: Oh, what was it called? Not Jamie Fox.
1: That's where I was going. Yeah, I That's knew you yeah. The Tarantino movie. Uh.
0: Oh, Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, that would have been funny if, if I could remember. use my
1: brain for a second.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. That's the end of uh, the servant, which was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was an
1: enjoyable watch, and it was much better than I thought it was Sometimes these old movies are a bit. They don't age well. I think this aged quite well.
0: Yeah, because I think it's a bit edgy as well. Like, there's a couple Very of... Edgy, yeah. actually. There's a like, there's a bit of back nudity in the bathroom scene. I know. As well. Yeah, Ooh, Vivera. raunchy. Yeah. It's a little bit raunchy showing the back. Um, Adam Smith in Empire gave The Servant 60 out of 100. It said, certainly difficult to define, as period piece messes with genres, power relationships, and your head. Absolutely. That's a good explanation. of Not movie. bad. And then... Uh, Peter Bradshaw and the Guardian gave it a hundred out of a hundred. Ah. It is a brilliant subversive account of class relations and the changing times. So yes. That. Given that.
1: Okay. I don't know about a hundred out of a hundred.
0: Um, all right. So let's pick the next episode. Um, if people listen this far, we will let you into a secret. Metacritic has changed the website. And so the numbers are messed up but we're still going to pick a random movie and that's all you need to know about it (laughs) so the algorithm has changed i'm afraid yeah yeah, the algorithm has changed but we haven't changed our algorithm so let's uh randomize and see what we get we got twelve thousand and ninety-four. okay what's
1: that mean a new money
0: yeah a new money that's not going to be too bad to be honest with you so let's see what it is All right, movie 12,094 is a movie from 2004 called Hidalgo, PG-13, two hours and 16 minutes. Bloody hell. Uh, It's got a meta score of 54. Uh, If this was two weeks ago, this movie would be in the 12 or twenty. rating out of a hundred, but they've changed their algorithm, so it's a bit better. And the user score is eight point one, so the users mm-hmm. love this better than the critics. and um, the the summary is based on the story of long distance rider Frank T. Hopkins, Hidalgo is an epic action adventure on one man's journey of personal redemption. It's got Vigo Mortensen, Omar yeah. Sharif. And
1: that's or oh, JK Simmons is in it. Uh, uh, I have to admit that I think it might have been on terrestrial TV. Uh, and I do remember turning it off. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> well,
0: well, sorry. You won't be able to do that now. No, no. I don't um, know actually,
1: and maybe it redeems itself this time. Maybe, maybe.
0: Okay, so that's Hidalgo, and that'll be in episode 25 of 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. Please like comment subscribe share do whatever the hell you want to do wherever you listen
1: to it pay, us, and pay we- money to us on patreon don't forget that
0: yeah yeah, yeah. we don't have patreon but it's PayPal. i or just
1: send us money yeah
0: yeah and a brown paper envelope
1: barrett <laughs> oh, yeah. uh
0: that's 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 it for episode 25 bye-bye
1: bye-bye